Greetings, family. Today we'll be reading August 2005 A.A. Grapevine, the continuation of this ass-kicking articles. Fernando, alcoholic. Let's go ahead and open the meeting with a moment of silence followed by the serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Armchair Anniversary. Carl O. from Milford, Massachusetts, sends us his thoughts, his share. He says, not everyone likes the spotlight. I grew up in my drinking family where on birthdays and every other occasion, the grown-ups came to our house and drank. When they drank, they became loud, funny, abusive, and sad. As a boy, I was confused by their behavior. I never knew why my aunt would cry on my shoulder or why my aunts and uncles fought with my parents. I watched my parents fight. Then I fought with my cousins and wondered why The grown-ups didn't want us to fight. (laughs) We were doing what our parents were doing. At 21, I moved 8,000 miles away from my family mess, only to start my own mess. My wife and I drank the way my family did, and soon we fought like my family did. An occasion out of the ordinary was enough to push me over the edge. On holidays and birthdays, I drank and fought even more. I did not know how to respond to any kind of act, kind act. With no children in our marriage to glue us together, my wife gave up. She could drink without me, so I also drank alone. I soon learned that my life would not end well. I cried out for help. Finally, I went back home and visited my sister. She said that she could not help me. I needed someone who knew what I was talking about. A few phone calls later, a man named Dennis called. This man knew what I was talking about. I met Dennis at an AA meeting in a room full of people. And he sat me down with a group of men who told me about themselves. My insides lit up, lit up. It was a day of celebration. I knew I did not have to drink. I now knew people whose insides were like mine and who did not drink. As a year passed and a large group I was active in wanted to celebrate my birthday. I enjoyed the birthday parties this group threw for other people, but for my birthday, I could only relieve the horrible birthdays of my youth. The day came and I found something else to do. I could not attend a birthday party. So I tried to convince myself that I was going to the meeting for the newcomer or for the group, but I could not even do that. I could not celebrate anything For me, any act of kindness towards me only brought up the events of my youth. 
I learned that my family has screwed up my insides for these things, and I could not have the attention focused on me. This past November was my 26th birthday on sobriety, continuous sobriety. About a month before, I started my inventory to see if I was on the right track. I spoke freely with my wife about everything. I gave myself permission to have a celebration on the outside. But of course, I didn't. I thought and wrote. I opened up even more with my wife. We drew closer. I shared bits and pieces with my teenage daughter. Like most teenagers, she does not like things outside the norm. She had come to a few meetings with me but found them boring. She always knew that was a little unusual. Then the other night, we were watching a reality television show together. There was a young man on it who was obviously trying to control his drinking with the help of his friends. I commented that he probably should abstain from drinking. My daughter's ears perked up and she glanced at me with interest. She got the message and I got an eternal celebration. Carl O. Milford, Massachusetts. That is a huge, huge opening. When we want to, for them, the alcoholic, when we like to convey the message to our loved ones, and we know they can live better lives and have more hope, more laughter, more joy, and not be hooked up with work or anything that takes the focus off of working on one's spiritual life. When something like this happens, and we know that there's a there's help. We know there's help out there. We know there's Elanon. We know there's Alatine. We know there's help for others. So praying about it and opening the way through prayer gives us gives us hope. The reason I find myself in despair when I bump into relatives that need this program is because I haven't soaked that time, those moments in prayer. The good, adequate prayers towards them that, yes, God bless them. They are in God's will. May God restore them, fix them, do what he has to do to get them to open up spiritually. That's the objective. Fernando, alcoholic, and I, too, shun away from birthdays because of my upbringing. You hear that you hear your story. Well, I just heard part of my story. You know, it's so important to uh, to get it out and talk about it. I still don't like them, and I'm going on 30 years. Here we go. Our next story is called Hold the Parade. Nobody move. Why one AA doesn't celebrate his anniversary. Uh Uh-oh, here's another one. This one is by Steve B. from Corvills, Oregon. Corvallis, Oregon. I don't celebrate my AA anniversary personally for a number of reasons. First, because I spent many years taking chips for my meager sobriety dates and they did not help me to stay sober. When I finally got sober... My sponsor told me to do everything differently, and I discovered that when I passed by my sobriety landmarks anonymously, a surprise sense of joy was awakened in me. I realized that God sees what I am in secret and repays me generously. 
I never received a sense of satisfaction from public publicly celebrating my landmarks. Also, I want to avoid my implication that I deserve recognition for my sobriety. In my opinion, the quality of my sobriety speaks for itself, good or bad. A tree is known by its fruit, not by medallions I hang on it. Cool, huh? My gratitude, respect, and helpfulness to others makes a much better statement of my sobriety than my collection of tokens or lack of them. I don't keep my sobriety date secret, but I don't make an issue of it either. It's not my doing that I am sober. It's God's doing. My part was the weakness. God was the strength. I merely surrendered from my heart and began to let God be God in my daily life. Can there be too much credit to me if only did what was reasonable of me? And what I should have done a long time ago? My prayers are, Lord, forgive me for my life, what I made of it. I am an unprofitable servant. Also, AA's effectiveness is evident anyway, whether people take tokens or not. It comes from the hearts of sober people and is not going to be lacking in most meetings. If it is lacking, no amount of celebration and token given will disguise that. The length of my sobriety and the quality of it will come out of my honest relations with others, AAs. At this level, it will always be meaningful and helpful. On the other hand of the spectrum, anniversaries can turn into unsober parades of self-interest personalities, which can do a disservice to AA's primary purpose. I found that for me, sobriety is best passed on by attraction rather than promotion. I no longer need to yell the truth out. It is not less true because it, is, it should, rather than whispered or live, the truth has the advantage of being true. It will support itself without my help. 